Welcome to the Below Average Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Wesley, Jeff, and Guerra. May the 4th be with you, Below Average Gentlemen. It's Star Wars Day, so we definitely got a top five Star Wars thing coming from Weddle. Right? Right? <laughs> no. No, we don't. <laughs> Didn't prepare. Sure, Wes could put one of those together. The uh, Got, obviously, myself in the studio. Got Jeff, mm. Weddle. We're all here again. Let's Two weeks go. in a row. We're on a, we're on a streak, boys. That's called a winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I'll be going into... Hiatus for a little bit. Yeah, for how long? Tell the tell the listeners yeah. how long you're going to be gone. Be, be in West Virginia for three weeks. Wowzers. Yeah. Coach Manny, start prepping. Are we <laughs> going to be able to figure out the, the computer? Are we going to be MIA for three weeks? <laughs> you got it. You'll figure it out, bro. And I'll, I'll, try, to, uh, I'll try to phone it in here. Mm-hmm. Hell oh, yeah. Phone a friend. And then uh, what else we got? If not, we have that one drop with your voice on it. Yeah. And we'll just keep pressing. <laughs> we'll see how we do it. You have the, the best attendance of, of the three of us. Hey, you've only missed once. Yeah. I mean, it does help that you live in your the studio. <laughs> but I'm on the verge of getting kicked out. I've missed so much <laughs> the last few months. Yeah, so uh, and when I'm up there, unfortunately, it's not going to work out right. There's a rough and rowdy while I'm there. What? But it's... It's four hours away on a Friday. Oh, bro, you you can't like you, you can't can make that? it happen. You, you no, can't you can't that? like it doesn't. You can't swing that. No, it doesn't work. The math on that. Yeah, <laughs> you make it work because you won't like over there. I won't be getting off work till five, mm-hmm. and yeah, it starts before like you drive four hours. Things like halfway done. That'd be perfect if you could. That would have been fun. Yeah. I, I as soon as I knew what dates I was going, I went and looked up rough and rowdy to see if there was because they've done a couple right there at the at the casino in the town. Well, me and Weddle will be there, so we'll tell you how it goes. You West, imagine, dude, we just fly out. West gets more pumped for a rough and rowdy than a Canelo fight, bro. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> he easy because they're, they're better. Because they're better than Stop Canelo it. fights. Stop it! Don't be ridiculous. They, there's probably guys. There's probably guys fighting in rough and rowdy that could beat Canelo's opponents. Dude, stop it. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The, uh, last week, we uh, previewed, you know, our uh, our preview of the draft. Mm-hmm. Draft went down. Uh, night one, it lived up to me. It lived up to the hype. There was trades. We had, man, there was a bunch of trades in the first round. The It, it seemed interesting that, all the info we got two, three months ago on the draft is what happened, and all the bullcrap info we got over the past, you know, 45, 45 days, none of it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, the the quarterbacks all fell. The the There was runs on, you know, there was the runs we predicted on the, you know, the cornerbacks, the defensive ends, mm-hmm. the wide receiver runs. Yeah, uh, GMs that, that were... Maybe going to reach for a quarterback. I mean, showed some discipline and pretty much took them where they were. I mean, right. And it's a good thing the Cardinals traded for a wide receiver. Yeah, we're Super Bowl. We're set. <laughs> hey, they knew, right? Like <laughs> We're set. Like, we're with, set. That, with that news, and when it came out, obviously the Cardinals knew he was going to get suspended. Yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins got suspended for six games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already, he's not appealing it anymore. It's set. Six games. 
beaver tranquilizer and steroids, right? <laughs> it, what, what was it? It was a diuretic, some kind of masking agent. Like, like, it's disappointing from a carnal standpoint. He right? said he's uh he t- he only takes holistic things and he takes a holistic approach to everything he does. So he has no idea how this happened. Well, I'm glad he's gonna have to take a holistic approach to the six game suspension now. <laughs> Did and, you see the news that everyone's pissed off that he gets six games for doing steroids, but then. Old boy with the gambling gets a full year for betting on his team. Well, the the gambling's a that I get it's, it's different. It's a slippery oh, slope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a that's a Ten Commandment type of deal. Yeah, you, but, you can't break that, bro. You can't break that. So just do steroids. You you have a better chance of making why, money. Why don't anyway. these guys just do HGH? Because it's the same. It's a performance enhancing. You drug. can't even get caught. What do you mean? What are you What are you talking about? Like, the the elaborate. Test, the testing doesn't even like work. Well, I, mean, well, I don't know how you get caught. Go ahead. Well, no, I mean that that for for years that was a thing with the UFC, right? All these dudes do that TRT replacement, and I mean, there's a way to measure your testosterone levels so, that are going to be abnormal and be like, but, wait a minute, what's up with this guy? But apparently, with the HGH, mm-hmm. the your elevated the elevated blood level, like in the blood, it's a blood test. Mm-hmm. So the do you remember when the, it was a big fight between the NFLPA and the NFL about the blood testing for the HGH? No, I didn't. That, that was a number of years ago. Well, they finally settled on blood testing, but I apparently what they never settled on was, uh, well, what's the baseline level? I mean, what what you know? I, there's never been an NFL guy suspended for this, right? Well, hasn't there been a bunch of baseball guys in 2011? There was one. That's it. So you did your research before this episode. You there, did your research there, there on was HGH. A, there was an HGH suspension in 2011 in baseball. In baseball? Well, I mean. So if that's the, what the dudes were on, right? When they but, were hitting moonshots. So Barry Bonds. Allegedly. Barry Bonds is the one. <laughs> this, is, But this is where we get into it here. Barry Bonds. Uh, the GOAT. Used HGH, right? Like, Allegedly. He had all the signs of it, but never had a positive test. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'll tell you right now. If this is true that they can't, they can't find out if you took HGH or not, Majority of them are taking HGH. Then. The science, the science I looked at, mm-hmm. said your elevated, the elevated levels to be found in a blood test can only be found forty-eight hours after taking HGH. Oh, then everybody's on it. And like, what is what is DeAndre Hopkins doing taking steroids? Like, is he trying to, like, is, so, he's running better routes now because so, he's not a burner. He's not everything like, I dude. read. He tested positive in November, correct? Was that around the time he got hurt? Like, was this an Andy Pettit situation where he's such a good teammate that he's willing to, to, to maybe push the boundaries a little bit okay, to, well, to, to come back for a playoff push? Because at the time, the Cardinals were the best team in football. What I don't understand, too, is like, why aren't you allowed to use something like that if you are injured on IR? Like, shouldn't you have, like, an exemption there? I don't know. And if you tested in November, like, why why are we just now hearing about, about it? So, if he tested positive in November, like, wouldn't he have been suspended for the playoff games anyway? Like, when he tried to come back? I mean, really, six or, games, uh, who cares, dude? That's not... Whatever, we'll be 5-1 and one when he comes back and <laughs> get ready to make a push. Well, the, get ready to fall off the cliff. I mean, the I think the problem looking at the Cardinals is there's a... Looking at last year, a massive drop-off when DeAndre wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... But that's pre-Hollywood. <laughs> No, no, let's talk about it. That's pretty Hollywood. You you hate the trade, Wes? Trading the 23rd overall pick in the first round straight up for Hollywood Brown coming into his fourth season in the NFL. 
I was a little, uh, I guess I'd be, I was a little jaded on the trade when you see AJ Brown, the AJ Brown trade for 18. Mm -hmm. If AJ Brown's worth pick 18, Mm -hmm. you like, if, if AJ Brown's trade doesn't happen, what do you think about the trade? (laughs) See, I just, I'm, I, me personally, we all t- we all joked about it, talked about it, guaranteed the Cardinals get a wide receiver with their first round pick, which mm-hmm. is what they did. Unfortunately, Jeff doesn't win money on that one. Such bullshit. <laughs> they got a wide receiver with their first round pick. Yeah, but I mean, what? There's just more glaring need. Like, but was there? Yeah, was there Come now? On, wait a minute. <laughs> Come on. Was there? You would like? I mean, like. Look, I've, I've talked myself into semi-liking this trade. All right, you're trading for Hollywood Brown. He's coming in his fourth year. He had 484 yards as a rookie, 769 yards year two. Last year, over 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. He's coming to play with his college best friend, Kyler Murray. Like, let's see how this works, dude. He can – he's an upgrade from Christian Kirk. Is he not? Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Christian Kirk signed for a billion dollars in Jacksonville, but this is an upgrade. He's coming into year four, still playing on a rookie contract. They'll they'll pick up the fifth year rookie option, and then they'll have to make a decision two years from now if they're going to pay the man. But when you're trading for AJ Brown, he can only be traded to a team with 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 enough cap to sign him. Because the second that trade was announced, it was announced that he signed a four year, hundred million dollar contract, something like fifty three million guaranteed. The Cardinals don't have the cap space to make that happen, right? Yeah, and when I looked at the trade, I didn't love the trade. I didn't hate the trade because, like we talked about. I already got it in my mind that they're going to take a wide receiver in the first round. So if that's your plan, you're going to take a wide receiver, the top five, six guys are already gone. It's a big drop-off. Your first-round pick, you're not going to get a wide receiver as good as Marquise Brown, which is what you got. Uh, so I don't I so, don't hate it, but we do have we do have a lot of needs. And So let's go, let's go backwards. Six quarterbacks taken in the first uh, 19 picks, correct? First 18 picks. Would you rather have... Traylon Burks from Arkansas or Hollywood Brown? Uh, For a I team mean, that's ready to win now, the Cardinals. Hollywood Brown. Okay. Would you rather have uh, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver to Penn State, who went 16 to Washington, or would you rather have Hollywood Brown? Hollywood Brown. Okay. All right. Like where this is going. <laughs> would you rather have uh, Jamison Williams, wide receiver to Alabama, who went 12 overall? I'd rather have the next three you're going to name. Okay. Yeah. Than, yeah. Okay. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. So if it comes from taking those the, the fifth and sixth receiver, give me Hollywood Brown. See how that goes. Love that he has a rapport with our quarterback. This is kind of an olive branch to Kyler Murray saying, listen, we're not going to give you your, your billion dollars right now. But look, we just traded for your best friend. Be happy, man. It was, it, happy. Was a, it was a little Kyler manipulation by, by management, too. Yeah. They were like, well, if we give Kyler his little buddy, he, he's not going to bounce on yeah. that. Look, if I'm in a bad mood and I'm upset about stuff and my best friend walks in the door like, hey, buddy, guess what? I'm not in a bad mood anymore, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, who did you guys think? And I hate, like, I we talked I about it. it beforehand. I hate draft grades because 50% of these guys are bust. They end up out of the NFL. The watching the draft, who, who, who did you think? Who did you think had a good draft? I'm a jerk. I'm, I'm a jerk when it comes to grading, bro. I don't grade on the curve. I'm like that jerk in high school that's a really tough grader. All right, let's hear it. So, who do I mean? Are we I, each I, picking a team? Yeah, or I got it. I got it. Go team. ahead. Go ahead, Jeffy. Who's the who's the the first team pops in your mind draft draft that you liked? Well, the first team that pops in my mind is the Jets, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let one of you guys talk about the Jets. Okay. Another team that I thought had a great draft was the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I think they had a phenomenal draft. I mean, they got Jordan Davis, the 
arguably, you know, you could argue this dude top the top tier of defensive linemen. And then not only that, but they took their other first round pin guy, AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's not a rookie yeah, that's being yeah. drafted, but you made your team so much better. You got Jordan Davis and then you got AJ Brown with your first two picks. They got Cam Jurgens, really good lineman, and then they got Nakobe Dean in the third round. Yeah. I know there's a lot of red flags with his injuries mm-hmm. and with his size, but great that dude was, football player. That dude was projected to go in the first round. Yeah. Had 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 the best suit of the night day one, right? He was the leader of one of the best college def- defenses we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Won a won a ship was the leader on the defense, and they got him in the third round. I mean. You look at the Eagles, like, after the draft, it's not, you, for every team, you can't be like, okay, this team got way better or way worse. The Eagles got way better. Mm -hmm. They're one of those that, they got clearly way better. And and I can agree that the Eagle, you can actually say the Eagles got better because we know what A.J. Brown is. Yeah. 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 It's it's not an unknown. Proven guy. mm -hmm. Legit one receiver. All right. uh, I'll talk about the Jets. Love what the Jets did. Jets, uh, fourth overall, took Ahmad Sauce Gardner, cornerback from Cincinnati. At pick 10, they took, in my opinion, the best receiver in the draft, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Pick 26 uh, in the first round, they took uh, Jermaine Johnson, defensive end of Florida State, who was a top, what, 2-3 edge guy in this draft. Projected to go top 10, top 12, top 15 around there. They got him at 26. At 36, they got the best running back in the draft in Brees Hall out of Iowa State. Great pass catcher, like put him with Michael Carter. In that in that run game like that that's a legit one two combo. Uh, the Jets won won the draft. Like in my opinion, it's the Jets at one, and there's a big gap between other teams that, that did well draft day. But at the end of the day, this great draft that they have don't mean shit if uh, that quarterback's not any good, right? If if Zach Wilson's not a dude, like like they're, they're not gonna win games. It's right? it's kind of the same. It it reminds me of the Dolphins. Everything the Dolphins have done to put around Tua. Yeah, I mean. Now everything the Jets have done, they've put all the pieces now around Zach Wilson, and mm-hmm. he's got it. And they got the best tight end in the draft, didn't they? No, the Cardinals got the best tight end in the draft. The 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 you you talk about the Jets? Yeah, yeah they, they got like the second best tight end, third best tight end, something like that. Okay, they got the tight end. The uh, the Jets took the most athletic tight end, the the kid from Ohio State, uh, Jeremy Rucker. Yeah, which, I mean, which, like, which is a fine pick, and, like it, the, and it's not to poop on the Cardinals that. It just I, I feel like you are a little bit, Wes. It had me shaking my head that I agree with this take right here. That not only like the sitting at whatever pick, they need offensive linemen, they could have taken one, they trade for Hollywood. Okay. Hollywood's a proven commodity. They got Hollywood. Then come in the second round, they didn't they they just signed they they had just signed their tight end to a, a deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Three but, years. But, Three-year deal. Look, at, at pick 55, they took Trey, Trey McBride, uh, first-team All-American tight end out of Colorado State. Like, like this dude's a, a – he's not just a pass catcher. He's a great blocker. He, he was the best blocking tight end in the draft. He's the best pass catching tight end in the draft. Like, this was simply – like, he was probably the best player on their board, and they said, screw it. Like, let's just take him for, for Cliff Kingsbury, who loves pieces on offense, right? If this guy becomes a top-five tight end in the league, he's – He's in, you know, in in two, three, four years, he's like George Kittle or something like that. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. But we have a window where we can realistically get a shot to win right now, mm-hmm. and you took a backup tight end for your team in the second round. When you need offensive linemen, you now need defensive linemen because you let Chandler Jones bounce, 
And it's all right. You got J.J. Watt. I'm sure he'll play and, all 17 games. And you need defensive backs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that I really do like the kid at tight end. Yeah. I just felt like we had so many more needs that, yes, maybe long-term this was a great pick. Maybe he becomes, like, the dude. But yeah. right now we just signed Zachers to a three-year deal. This guy's essentially just a backup tight end at this point. He will get on the field. Yeah. But he... he I don't mind the pick because at Colorado State he 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 lined up on the line and and he was used out wide. He had like ninety catches, almost twelve hundred yards. Like they're they're gonna be on the field a lot together, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this is one of those time will tell, man. Like, yeah, I, but when I'm looking at the Cardinals, we I mean, need O line, we need does defensive Cliff backs. Run a lot of two tight end sets. He is now. He's gonna have to he's, now. He's gonna have to now. He's literally gonna have to. He does like he has kind of shifted a little bit to running the ball more, and he does bring in. Different tight ends and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, uh, I'm gonna talk about the the, the Chiefs too. I kind of low key like what the Chiefs did in the draft, right? In the first round, they took Trent, Trent McDuffie. I think he was a third or fourth ranked tight uh, cornerback. They traded up for him. Yeah, at 21, uh, they also had another pick in the first round. Uh, George Karfloftis. I hope I'm saying that right. D end out of Purdue. He was amongst the the sack leaders in the Big Ten. And then uh, at pick 54, they took wide receiver Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. I'll give you one guess who his comp was. Yeah, we, I mean, we know these comps, Tyree Kill. <laughs> Boom, there but, you go. But that we laughed last year that every year there's a this is the next Tyree Kill. And let's be honest, there is no ty- Tyree Kill. And and I, I've come on here and talked shit about Seattle, the the, the whole how they how they chose their 71 year old coach over the quarterback and see how that goes. But from a team who's going to be terrible and is probably looking to be in the top two, three, four picks next year to take a franchise quarterback, they didn't. They uh. They took Charles Cross in ninth pick overall in the first round. They took Boye Mafe, who was a tackle machine at Minnesota. Uh, I really like the Kobe Bryant pick in the fourth round, cornerback at Cincinnati. He was opposite Sauce Gardner in that unbelievable uh, defensive backfield they had at Cincinnati. Like from if you're if you're rock bottom terrible franchise in the NFL, I kind of like what they did draft year one of that rebuild. What I really liked about the draft this year, and I give these teams credit, like Seattle and uh, the Texans and the Giants, they know they need quarterbacks, or or for the most part, we think those teams need quarterbacks, and they didn't reach for one. They built their teams from the inside out. And you saw it with um, Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. Every time the Giants or the Texans or them got another pick, oh, well, there goes Malik. Nope. Yep. Yep. Every time, it just kept going. Second and round, third round. I, I, I touched on that last week. Like, Don't be surprised if Malik Willis ends up a Tennessee Titan. I just didn't think he'd be there in the third round where they got him because Tannehill's contract, like you can kind of get off of that in two years. Unfortunately. Who'd you like, Wes? Unfortunately, I really like Baltimore's draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore got Kyle Hamilton, mm-hmm. best safety in the draft. Yeah. They got Linderbaum, uh, Linderbaum best, mm-hmm. the best interior lineman in the draft. Mm-hmm. The and then in the second round, uh, how do you even say that guy's name? A, a Jabo? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the guy that the, was going to be a, a easily first round pick, hands down first round pick. Out, tore his ACL. Tore his ACL at the combine, and and he slipped all the way to third round. Like the uh, who, who's they, the, they got him in the second? I think it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. he was their third pick. Yeah, he, he was the third pick. Uh, they took him in the second round. And then like, this is the dude that tore his Achilles on on. Uh, and then to top it off in the fourth round, they got Travis Jones, another defensive tackle who was some people had a projected first round grade on. Yeah, and and that it seems like that's what the Ravens do every year, right? They don't have to move up these 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 proven college players just land on their lap. And and I I, I did some some research on Hamilton. The reason he fell is because he ran. He 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 was he was. 
told by his his people not to run the 40. Like, you're, you're going to be a top 10 dude. You don't need to run the 40. Ran the 40, ran a 5'8", was upset, immediately ran another 40, ran a 5'8 again, uh, and that made him fall out of the top 10. As opposed to Drake London, uh, went 8 overall to Atlanta, wide receiver. He They were expecting him to run a 5'8", five, 5, I'm sorry, 4'8". Four, four, Hold on. They were expecting him to run <laughs> that time as well, a 4'5", four, 4'6". Four, he chose not to run 8th pick in the draft. Like, there's no way he he, he would have ran a sub 4-5-40, what all the experts say, but him saying, nah, I'm not running, like, helped his cause. If Kyle Hamilton would not have ran, probably would have been a top 10 pick, too. The I was surprised by the, uh, I was surprised how early, like, some of the punters went. There was, what, two in the fourth round? Because uh, mm. those punters are bad motherfuckers. And then punt God. Punt went, God. Punt God went in the sixth round? Yeah. Ariza? That and dude knocks people out too. Is that the Bills guy? Yeah. Did you see his tweet? Yeah, he couldn't wait to find a yeah, table. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to find a table to jump through. Hey, are we in agreement here though that the Patriots had the worst draft? That like, shit was pathetic, dude. I'm not gonna lie. From the first pick they took to the last pick they took, it, every one of them felt like a reach. I hope I hope uh, George hears this. So Bill Belichick reminds me of uh of our commissioner yeah. of the death row league, George. GLO, GLO, simply the best. Simply the best mm-hmm. because simply the best has to be the cutest in every draft. Yeah, yeah. And he has to win cute. Yeah, I say it every year. It's not a, it's Bill not, Belichick's doing the same thing. He's got to win cute. He's got to be smarter than everybody yeah, else. It's not enough to win. I have to win and have everybody think I'm smarter than you, right? I mean, uh, pick 29, they traded back to get Cole Strange guard out of Chattanooga. Mel Kuyper had him as a projected third-round score. The Rams actually laughed at the draft pick. It looked like they had a couple pops in them, too, by the way. Thor, the GM, mm-hmm, and, and the mm-hmm. head coach. Oh, yeah, he They're was laughing drunk. at the pick. Mm-hmm. In the second round, they took Tyquan Thornton. He's a burner. He's a burner. But it kind of – you get a little egg on your face here when you take him in the second round to be your burner when last year you paid uh, – uh, what was that receiver they got from uh, – came from Oakland? They, they, Aguilar. They, yeah, Nelson Aguilar to be the burner. So that kind of makes you look bad because you, 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 you paid that dude last year, and then you draft essentially his replacement when he still has three years left on his deal. In the third pound round, they took Marcus Jones, cornerback at Houston. Uh, they took an Arizona State kid at four. Jack Jones, another corner. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, South Dakota State running back in the fourth round. Like, he loves these small school guys. Bailey Zappi, a quarterback. I mean, did you need to take quarterback in the fourth round? Look, I don't know. Cole, Cole don't know. Strange had a third round grade, and... He had a 98% chance of being there with their next pick. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they they drafted him in the first round. Cole Strange didn't even think he was going to be drafted in the first round. That mm-hmm. dude wasn't even at home. Yeah, he was probably at a at a, at a pizza shop or something, right? He, he thought he was the, getting prank called. With the Ram, and what I read into what the Rams were laughing about was it wasn't necessarily that the Patriots took him in the first round. It was that... Uh, uh, what's his name? Rams coach. McVay. Sean McVay. Jesus. Yeah. Sean McVay was mm-hmm. laughing because he was assigned to watch film on some of these yeah. dudes, yeah. and one of them was Cole Strange yeah. because he was supposed to watch film on guys that were going to be available to them in the third round. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, man, like, why would I have to watch film on this dude? <laughs> why the hell did I spend so many hours watching Cole Strange film? <laughs> but, but I mean, we laugh at it now, but, but they've – Kind of did a good job drafting, especially interior offensive linemen. And, uh, I mean, Cole Strange is a guard. Like, there, there's a scenario where he's Logan Mankins 2.0, the starting guard for 10 years in New England, right? There is, but there's also a chance that Bill Belichick has another bust of a draft class. Because as good as he is at creating good players, a lot of those players he creates are guys he picked up from other squads, 
undrafted free agents. Like, yeah, they've had a few in the drafts here and there, but you look at his drafts every year, mm-hmm. at least half, if not more, are are totally off the team, bus, not even any I mean his his bet like his best pick of all time isn't, you know, one ninety nine. Sixth round. Yep. And it was a fate type of thing, dude. I mean Yeah, it was I mean he picked Brady. Yeah. And you can't tell me like Oh, he saw, he watched the film and knew what he had. You would have taken that dude. You know, you would have been cute and taken that guy in the second round. I, uh, yeah, exactly. If, I, you, uh, if you really thought he was going to be the dude. I just finished reading that, that Patriots book a few weeks ago. And uh, uh, do you remember uh, Mike Riley? Is, is it Mike Riley? He, he, he was the head coach of Oregon State. He coached the Chargers for a little bit, head coach of the Chargers. Uh, uh, he was pounding the table for Brady from the second round on. He, he, he knew him from high school. So there's a scenario where, like, that, 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 that six-round pick, they, the GM walked in his office and said, hey, we're taking your boy, Brady, in the sixth round, early in the sixth round. He was like, all right, cool, man. I like this kid. I, I think he's going to be something special. Obviously, he didn't think he was going to be the greatest player in the history of the National Football League. <laughs> but they ended up taking some some guard or something because the owner overrode it and said, we don't need a quarterback. That's awesome, right? That's <laughs> awesome. But the uh, – now uh, – Did you like the Bengals pick? 31 overall, taking a safety. Does that give you – Concerned that Bates isn't going to be on the team for another, for more than this this upcoming season. I mean, I'm sure some of it's a some of it's an insurance thing, but this is uh, Luan Arumo, defensive coordinator. His plan has he he wanted his plan all along has been to have like a triple safety setup. And now that could, I think. I don't think the Bengals next year have Von Bell and Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm. They're it'll probably be one or the other. They they also took a safety in the fourth round, didn't they? Yeah. But that the their draft overall, like I thought, you know, it was all right. Like I mean, they're just, it looked like they were just kind of they picked off their board and yeah, and, and and they did such a good job uh, in in the in in the free agent period that like. Just, just take the best player on the board, and and I think let the chips fall. I'm, I'm guessing that if at 31 they couldn't have uh, Linderbaum, then they were just going BPA. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So essentially, it turned into a Hollywood Brown straight up for Linderbaum, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I'll take we, Hollywood. We could have used Linderbaum though. <laughs> yeah. That's what are you talking about? We our center's great, bro. Gunther, whatever his name is, the the, the dude that came from Oakland. The guy's a guy's a Pro Bowler. We're we're straight. We're we're good, Jeffy. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Linder, like when you say it like that, Linderbaum would have been a pretty nice fit. No, we're fine. We're fine. Now, who did? Uh, who else had a bad draft? I know Jeff brought up the Patriots. Anyone else that stuck out to you? Uh, don't know if it was a bad draft, but it, it was. It was. It's. It's. I mean, novices think it's a bad draft. The the, the Green Bay Packers, right? Uh, they had two picks in the twenties. I just didn't like it. They had a good draft though. They could have. They could have perhaps packaged both of those picks to move up into the top fifteen. I mean, like, maybe it, the top twelve. It has to hurt when you had two picks in the twenties mm-hmm. and AJ Brown went for an eighteen. Yeah. Like, in a Hollywood Brown went for a twenty three. They I mean, they took uh. They, but does what, that get advertised like? Hey, this dude, they're they're offering us an eighteen. Like anybody well, else? I'm sure that they. I'm. I mean. If you're an NFL franchise, yes, you're advertising it. They took uh, what they 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 took two dudes from Georgia, right? They took uh, Quay Walker, uh, and I believe it was Georgia. Aaron Rodgers. He he said he wanted uh, Burks. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. They, they they took Quay Quay Walker inside linebacker at 22 from Georgia, and then they uh, they piggybacked on that and took another Georgia kid in the uh, 
in the latter part of the first round as well. They did take a receiver. They took that kid from uh, the, the small school kid who's supposed to be a freak. What's his name? Watson. Watson. He's 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 like six four six five. He he's a burner. He ran like a four 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 five type. But that's a small school kid. Like asking a lot to step in and be a contributor to a team that, even, that's supposed to win their division. Even when they took Watson, I didn't. Uh, there was a lot of receivers available in front of Watson. Not that I think we're any better though. The, the top five six guys are already off the board, so I understand that the Packers could have traded like. In hindsight, they could have traded and made a move for A.J. Brown or Marquise Brown. But if you're going just straight off the rookies, the spot they were in, the way it turned out with all those receivers going first, mm-hmm. with their first first-round pick, 22 overall, there was no other receivers drafted from that point on until they took Watson with their third pick. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, people that will say, oh, you didn't take a wide receiver with your first pick, they would have just taken Watson with that same pick and gotten worse players for their next two. Like I, I feel like the Packers still have a problem at the receiving. Position. Yes, they do. Oh, absolutely. No, they do. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean I mean looking back the, the the Packers, they've they've done a real good job at drafting receivers in the second round, right? Past history, they took Jordy Nelson, they took Demonte Adams. I think James Jones was a second rounder. Like like they've they've turned these dudes into legit NFL pass catchers, I don't know how quick Christian Watson out of North Dakota State is going to turn into a, do a, I, do, do a big-time dude. I did find it interesting that even with these quarterbacks, they all, you know, a bunch of them fell to the one in the second round, one in the first, uh, the rest in the third, right? Mm-hmm. The Almost every one of them still got drafted into a spot where they have a chance to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The You had a... I mean, Kenny Pickett went in the first round. Pittsburgh, he's battling with Trubisky, right? Yeah. Desmond Ritter is in Atlanta, battling with Marcus Mariota, correct? Uh, your boy Malik Willis is in Tennessee, right? With uh, Tanny Hill ain't having Tanny Hill. Uh, <laughs> where'd your boy Corral go? Carolina. Yeah. Right. Went to Carolina. Yeah, like he, that. He's that, got a chance. To like, start. like, like. There's a scenario where he's the dude week one. Like, no, not week one, but yes, he will be playing. Because they, I honestly, they do the typical. I wouldn't be surprised if they win. Don't they have Teddy Two Gloves though too? I don't know. I man. mean, like I'm not saying he's great, but they'll give those guys a chance. They'll fuck up, and then this dude will come in. As long as you guys just dump it off to McCaffrey while McCaffrey's healthy, then all is well. <laughs> all is well in the fantasy world. But, yeah, I mean, you could like. There's a scenario where some of these dudes get to start. What What do you guys think about the? Tannehill thing with him saying it's not my job to mentor this dude like he learns great you see the clip yeah but I mean part of that is I mean these what do you expect a quarterback to do every week yeah yeah like is he do you want your quarterback in there like hey prep for the game but also like you know you know have this guy holding your pocket the whole time Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I get it. It's kind of a bad look to say that out loud in a in a in a room full of media Truth pundits hurts. that you know is going to run with this story. Like like you know this shit's going 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 to be printed in, in bold the next day in the paper. Yeah, like, I mean they like, made hey. a big deal when Brett Favre said that with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers turned out fine. That's why you don't say Kinda. that. That's why you don't say that. Like 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 my job is to win football games, and and if if this dude can can learn with 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 me with the work I put in, fantastic. But he made a good point. He was talking about the. It's not my job to mentor him. That's why we have a quarterbacks coach. No, I, d- I don't hate it. I just thought it was interesting that he straight up said it. Like, I don't give a fuck about this dude. I'm here. I'm the quarterback. I'm here to win games. And 
Yeah, no, no quarterback is going to be like, all right, guys, you drafted my replacement. I'm so pumped. I can't wait to get him ready for you in a year or two. <laughs> like, but you know by saying that shit in front of the media, like, they're going to run with it. I mean, the way that dude fell in the draft, there's a lot of scouts that, that probably think he's not going to be anybody's replacement ever. The way he fell past teams three, four times, well, that was it, crazy. And it kind of proved true that, you know, I think we talked about the, it was Charles Davis saying that he didn't have any of these guys graded as high as even he had Davis Mills last year, and it showed. So if 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 you're a Steelers fan, right, if you're a Steelers fan, Mitchell Trubisky is probably going to be your week one starter. That's fine. If you knew Willis was going to fall in the draft, and I asked five this question because he's a Steeler guy, would, would you rather have Kenny Pickett at pick 20 in round one, or would you rather roll the dice? Malik Willis was there in the third round at pick 20. So would you prefer maybe taking an edge guy, maybe a corner? You can't do that, though. Yeah, but 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 knowing what we know now, would you rather have Malik Willis in the third round at pick 20? Or, of course or, you would. Yeah, okay. Of course you would All because right. because they were graded pretty close. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, at least from what I saw. I mean, FanDuel had Willis going before Pickett, correct? Yeah. Like, like they had Willis. Go- they had Willis going to the Steelers. That's what was crazy. Yeah. And th- so when that pick came up, I thought for sure Malik Willis was off the board. And then they took the pick kid, and I was like, holy shit. And then he just kept falling. But yeah, of course, dude, if, if you it can probably look at it. probably haunts them the last time they passed on a pit kid. Yeah. If you can look at it like you're saying, like, all right, we'll just keep drafting need position needs, and then we'll get Malik Willis in the third round. Yeah, of course, but. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, do you think that dude that dude starts? Malik Willis? No. Um, Kenny Pickett? Like week one? No. No. Not week, week one. Week eight? Not week one. Like, like the Steelers want Mitchell Trubisky to pretty much play all season long, dude. Like, like if, if they fall, if there's something like like two and six, two and seven halfway through the year, like maybe. Bring but, on the fumbles. I think Trubisky's going to be okay in Pittsburgh. I no, see, I, I Trubisky see might be okay, but bring on the fumbles with Kenny Pickett. I'm all for it. Did you guys see that pick I sent you? Man. That was hilarious. <laughs> holding in... Uh, AirPod, an AirPod. (laughs) It showed some hands holding an AirPod that was the size of a 100-pound dumbbell. (laughs) He said, Kenny, pick his hands are so small. The uh, Any other NFL news you guys want to cover? Uh, What, we we hit on the draft, we hit on D-Hop, Baker Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Nobody cares. No interest, right? No interest from any teams. No, no, that guy's such a pain in the ass that, that... no. Well, I think people just like you're going to trade for him and pay 18 million or Yeah. I mean, wow. if you make that trade, you immediately you immediately have to negotiate with him for for the future, right? Yeah. No. no. And what are the reports out of the Seahawks that what is it? The is it Geno Smith? Yeah. Is that the worst draft he's, room in the history of the NFL? He, he's in the quarterback He's ahead to be their QB1 right now. Yeah. Yeah. So they have their quarterback room as it stands here today, May May 4th. Is is a combination of Geno Smith, right? Jacob Eason, and and uh, our boy from Denver, Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Is that is that the worst? I mean, is there anything lower than an F minus that I can give a quarterback room? Because that's what I give that quarterback room. Or you can give it the uh, Dan Overlowski grade of what the fudge. <laughs> <laughs> that that's bad, right? That's bad. That's so, a team that's tanking for a quarterback for next year. So, are the are the two like guys that got screwed over the worst? In the whole year, DK Metcalf and uh, what's his Lockett. face? Lockett. Lockett. Yeah. I mean, they they should look to trade those two guys, right? Yeah. You like, might as well. It's, yeah. I don't see why not. Like, you you, you could probably get a, a 
pretty good haul for Metcalf the way wide receivers are going right now, right? I mean, Tyreek Hill just I guess, went for two, two for two first. I, I guess you can only get a first for him. I mean, AJ Brown went for a for a one. If if Hollywood Brown goes 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 for the twenty third overall pick, you should be able to get more capital than that for for a DK Metcalf, right? Just don't trade him to the Rams, dude. Like the Rams are going <laughs> to give him some picks from ten years from now. And if I'm the Cardinals, I call the Seahawks and say, hey, we took Andy Isabella b- before yeah. your boy. Let's let's. I make guess that the the real watch is seeing who the Rams trade next year's first round pick. Christ. And what player they get? Hey, so did the Rams win the draft? Since like really all their picks turned into like fucking yeah. Jalen Ramsey <laughs> and uh, well, I guess they, they signed Allen Robinson. Who else did they trade for? They get they trade for everybody. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. There's there's gonna be some superstar uh, uh, franchise player that's gonna be unhappy like week week six, and he's gonna end up in a Rams uniform. Right? We've seen that in the past. Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Stafford. Like, so like the Bengals would probably trade him Jesse Bates. Yeah, yeah. Jesse Bates, like, like how, how's he looking? Yeah. Blue blue and yellow. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. It's, I mean, what's the first round pick worth if you trade him to him and you get a 32 in return? Hey, Danny yeah. said something funny today. He's, we were talking about Stingley and how he's the best in the draft, mm-hmm. best corner. And he was like, yeah, in like three or four years, the Rams, we're going to give two firsts for that dude. And it's going to be awesome. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> probably. That's the way it works. It's it's the Texans, so they're passing. You might be able to give them one one for him. Did you see the the video, the draft video of Pickens finding out he got drafted? Mm-mm. You didn't see it. No. He's like, did you see it? No. So he's standing in front of his TV. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, the one from with his with the with like a ski mask over his head, mm-hmm. and all of his family's behind him, all his friends and family, and he's got like his hands in his pants. And he's watching, I think the Steelers drafted him. Yeah. And he's like rocking back and forth as they're like, yeah, we're drafting Pickens. And he's just like rocking back and forth. Talk about Pickett, the quarterback? No, Pickens. Pickens, Pickens no. the wide receiver from oh, Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That little dude. I didn't see that. And, and all the comments were like, this dude's either going to be an yeah. all pro or he's going to be suspended by week six. <laughs> like, like he's going to be drama. It's kind of like, creepy. I think the, was it the, the Bills drafted, who was it they drafted and the, the kids just yelling the whole time. Put the playbook on yeah. the plane. Yeah. Put the playbook on the plane. That Elam kid, that <laughs> yeah. corner. Hey, and uh, did you see the clip of him doing interviews, uh, like combine interviews? He was in a room with all these scouts, and he pulls out his notebook, and he's like, I don't know if you guys want to see this, but I'm going to tell you right now that these are my notes. I take better notes than anybody in this draft. He's like, every game I write down what what I could have done better, what our team could have done better, like how we got beat, how we could do better, how – I hey, like, I, I kind of like what, what the Bills did with their first two picks, right? They At 23, they took Kyrie Elam, cornerback from Florida, the guy we're talking about. And in the second round, at 63 overall, they took James Cook, running back from Georgia, who's a going to – I mean, he might win that job outright, right? No. He's, no. he's, he, he's, no. he, he's, a, he's a pass catcher. His, he can do some things, He's bro. okay. He can do some I, things. I don't mind him. Delvin's he, brother. He's small. He's mm-hmm. a little scat bag. The best thing about him is – is he's Dalvin Cook's brother? Like that—that <laughs> that gives him the potential, and every, every like all of us, he's like, got the pedigree. Yeah, everybody's like, all right, like this could be Dalvin Cook, but realistically, he's much smaller than Dalvin Cook. He's a scat back. To be honest, I don't think he's much different than Devin Singletary as far as that role. Yes, he had a higher draft grade. He's probably more athletic than that dude, mm-hmm. but they have similar roles. It's not yeah. like the Cardinals when we had James Conner, the Bruiser, and Chase Edmonds, the scat back. Like. Yeah. They have they're, they're the same kind of back, so yeah. I don't know how much and and Singletary kind of popped a little bit at times to, in the latter part of the season last year, right? Yeah, I saw an interview with uh, Brandon Bean, their GM, mm-hmm. and he was asked about uh, drafting a player 
you know, Dalvin Cook's brother. And, like, does that make you more comfortable drafting a player? And he's like, well, absolutely. Yeah, of course like, it does. He's like, yeah. Yeah. You, you get a little, you know, you you know, you know, get a little solace in your mind knowing that, oh, th- I mean, this dude's got a pedigree. Yeah, bloodline matters. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why the boys are so fucking strong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I mean, it's like the Matthews family, the Bosa brothers. Like, you have that bloodline, dude. Yeah, the Watts. Like, the wa- yeah. Yeah, the Watts, Jesus. I mean, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it, you, the Matthews family is a good example. Like, yeah. that's like four generations of in a large family breeding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't I mean, deny that, man. Yeah, there's certain dudes like you know their kids get up there. They've been you know they've been raised yeah since birth to to get drafted. Yeah. The uh, all right NBA playoffs going on. You got the. Uh, What's the take so far? Sun, Suns look pretty good with Devin Booker. Baby. Suns in four. <laughs> Suns in four, guys. Hey, they were chanting that at the end of the game. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah. That dude's a legend. Hey, that um, the listeners obviously weren't tracking, but I'm on a fucking heater on the FanDuel boys. I'm just going to throw that out there. We're, we're on the heater. About it. And, Talk about it. But uh, we, we were doing some picks, and I hate to, I hate to take the Suns with like big, big uh, lines. Really, I hate to take all Arizona teams with big lines. I'm a fan, but it, it, they seem to break my heart a lot. But game one, they were, what, five-and-a-half-point favorites? Yeah, closed at six. Closed at six. I got it at six. So we took we took the line for them to win by six or more, mm-hmm. and then they were up by, what, like 20? 21 at one point, I believe, was the biggest. 20 throughout the game. Yeah. And then Dallas is slowly chipping away, but they are obviously have no chance to win. We're just worried about them covering the six points. And at the end of the game, it's going back and forth where Dallas will score, and then they're only down five, and then they foul the Suns. They get a couple of free throws, or they're up seven. So there's like 10 seconds left. The Suns are up by, what, eight? Uh, they were up seven. Okay, they're up they were s- seven. As to, as a- okay, they're up seven with like 10 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mavs dribble it down the court. The guy goes like he's going to drive, dishes it out as time's expiring, this dude is standing on the three-point line, wide open. Spencer Dinwiddie. If he hits this three-pointer, the Mavs cover. We lose the yep. bet. We're pissed off. He shoots a wide open three. Somehow bounces off the rim. Brick. What a sweat, dude! I was yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Look, that, that that was scary, man. The Mavericks in the fourth quarter outscored the Suns by ten. Uh, Luka Doncic went for like forty-five points. That dude's a stud, by the way. Yeah, Luka Doncic. But uh, uh no, they they we're we're. Able to wave the victory flag. They covered it. They won by seven. Uh, game two tonight. Denver Bo- uh, Devin Booker looks healthy. Chris Paul looks great. Bridges is d up. Like, I expect this to be a five-game series, right? Yeah, I mean, if if Dallas is going to win one, they're probably going to take one at home. I fully expect tonight, game two, I fully expect the Suns to win. The spread six and a half. Six and a half. I, I mean, the Suns played damn near a flawless game, and they barely covered. I assume Dallas is going to cover tonight, but I still think the Suns win. So where, where do you guys stand on that, on the Bucks celtics series? Bucks won by 12, dominated game one. Game two, Celtics turn around and win by 23. Flip like, a coin. Like, like, right? Flip a coin. Tough one. I don't even know. Like, what they did do, though, is um, Boston switched it up. I don't remember the dude's name, but they put somebody one-on-one with uh, Giannis. And, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he, and he did great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he had a great game one, game two. He went eleven of twenty-seven from the field, which is really a pretty bad clip. Uh, 
Jalen Brown went for 30 in game two. I mean, that 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 Jalen Brown-Jason Tatum combo. And, and the thing about the Celtics, like, they D up, dude. The defensive player of the year, uh, uh, Smart, didn't play game two. He, he had a, a thigh contusion or something like that. And and they did up much better than they did in game, game one as far as the team defense aspect goes. Like, that's a – whoever wins that series – in my opinion, it's going to the finals. Like, like they, Miami Heat be damned. I know they're the one seed. They're, they're, they're playing a Sixers team that's right now without probably the, the league MVP. Embiid, uh, who knows when he's coming back. They broke his face. <laughs> they literally broke his face. Gave him a concussion, fractured orbital bone. Like, like James Harden, at, at this stage of his career, like, ain't that dude to carry a team through a series anymore, right? He looks like a shell of himself. Like, like... So who you got, Boston, Milwaukee? I got. I took Boston before the series I, I, I started. I think Boston before the series started. Uh, a little worried about the game, the way game one it went, but they look great in game two. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with my pick. Uh, I got. I had a Boston Suns uh, final when this shit started. I'm gonna stick with that. My U.S. I would. I was leaning Boston before it started, so we'll stay there. Yeah. Hey, that Grizzly warrior series this is great looks great. like a like a get comfortable on the couch six seven game series right john morant is oh a bad motherfucker dude yeah. that game yeah. last night yeah. he did whatever he wanted he would run up smoke a three-pointer come back spin down the lane spin back fade away he's yeah. just 47 points yeah yeah, yeah. Really? If, if, if i'm if i'm a nine eight ten year old kid he's my favorite player in the league mm-hmm. from from a, from a wow standpoint I, I, I get excited he he went for 47 in game two 15 to 31 from the field like he's a dude man like john moran like there zion williamson is refusing to play games went number one in that draft john moran went number two and and he's he's pushing hall of famer steph and clay and draymond like get ready bro <laughs> This is going to be an excellent series. Zion's ready to play now. What are you talking about? Don't, don't even get me going. So don't the Grizzlies scored 106 last night, and he had 47 points. Yep. He yep. accounted for almost half of their points. And, it was crazy. And I think it was a week or two ago that you, that, that, that you talked about John Morant. Like, like he's, he's, he's great in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter, but he kind of waits a little bit for the game to come to him. Like That, that, that hasn't been the case in this series. Not dude. last night. That, that hasn't been the case in game one or game two. I like Wait. that Bane dude, too. Desmond Bane? Yeah. Spot up shooter. He's built like a football player, bro. He's yeah, thick. He, he should have played thick. linebacker. He's thick. That dude should have played linebacker. That's the dude that pushed the coach from 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 the T Wolves. You see that? I mean, they they, they made a big deal about Zion's that. Zion's built like a left tackle. Oh my god, he's built like Orlando Brown. Remember that guy? <laughs> hey, we would the Cardinals would have drafted that dude top ten. Who's that? And and then sat him on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> That's been Bane. Hey, we're, we're underway right now. The Heat uh, up 43-34 in the second midway through the second quarter. Live on TNT. Like that's that's gonna be a short series if if, if Embiid stays out, right? Oh yeah, that, that's a sweep if yeah. he doesn't come back. And then what are the series? We missed a series, didn't we? No, we touched on it. Sixers, Heat, Mavericks, Suns, Boston, Milwaukee, Grizzly Warriors. Okay, that's yeah, what we got right now. Yeah. Who do you guys like in the finals? Are you sticking? Uh, I I had Boston Phoenix before this started. Is that who you got, Wesley? The uh, like. I mean, I'm I'm gonna root for the Suns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you, Jeffy. I'm I'm gonna root for the Suns, but I I, I can't really bet against um, Golden State, dude. Like I, Golden State is just they they're so good. I got five units on the Suns winning the West. Made that bet back good? in uh, March, I believe. What was that at? Like plus five hundred? Uh, I think it was no, no, no. It was, it was it was like a plus one forty or something like that. Damn, when did you make the bet? March, late March. Oh, might have been on my birthday. <laughs> is that all the NBA talk we got? Yeah, I mean, like, are we? I mean, as much as the playoffs are going on, I mean, yeah, it's exciting. But the playoffs thus far, yeah. what we're two weeks in, it, it's been it's been must watch TV, right? And and and, and I mean, this is like NFL talk when it's yeah 
the yeah. last, you know, the AFC and NFC championship, and you got two games to talk about. Like, oh, well, that's it. This <laughs> is this when, well, yeah. when when the NBA playoffs are on TNT. Like, it's the only pre halftime post game show that I watch. Shaq, Barkley, Kenny, the Jet Smith, Gold, Gold. Protect that show at all costs. <laughs> Protect that show at all costs. They are entertaining. Yeah, yeah, terrific. You can't you can't beat that, dude. It's we'll get there. Hey, just thought of that with DeAndre Hopkins uh, testing positive for steroids. That makes the two most important DeAndres in Arizona have tested positive for steroids in the last two years. DeAndre Ayton and DeAndre Hopkins. Just saying that. Hey, so Wedo, I know you're a big integrity guy, and give it to me. So is DeAndre Hopkins off the team? Or is he off your list? No. He needs a cut? No. <laughs> no. I'm a Barry Bonds guy, bro. <laughs> Absolutely well, I mean, not. But it was never proven. Legend. This shit got proven. Allegedly. <laughs> he, he probably drank some. You said some... you're a big integrity guy. He's like, no, I'm a Barry Bonds guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he probably drank some holistic tea for something, and there was some bullshit diuretic. I don't know, man. He got framed by Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, probably. It's official. I Pro- think probably. Uh, it was uh, McAfee. He said on his show it was – he was told by the trainers when he was in the NFL that pretty much like if it if the supplement works, it's probably banned. <laughs> so. And and most dudes most dudes are are, are told that like if you're gonna take something, you're gonna put something in your body, run it by the training staff, right? Yeah, and I didn't. What I didn't realize was like all the the different stuff that gets banned. The the only stuff that's on the approved list is from places that haven't made other stuff that's been banned because and the reason they do that is because if they if they've made a banned substance in the past there's no guarantee like at the bottom of a mixer some of that's still sitting there and they throw the new stuff in there that's supposed to be not be banned and leaves residual the problem is the andre hopkins guy that helps him get away with this shit obviously sucks because i watched a documentary on this that these guys get away with this shit all the time. They say it's not that hard to get away with this stuff, and it, there's like a there's like a cycle to it, and there's a yeah there's a fine detail to doing this shit, and he's obviously doing it wrong, or he's been doing it right for eight years, and he finally caught up with him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, he takes a holistic approach. Like. Hey, like I'm a I'm a glass half full guy, bro. All right, it, it, DeAndre Hopkins has dealt with injuries the last two, three, four years of his career. Like he's he's questionable pretty much every Sunday. Like, is there a scenario where him sitting the first six games kind of helps him from a standpoint of staying healthy all year? He don't have to play 17 games. He's got to worry about 11. It might unless he stops taking steroids and starts to suck. <laughs> I mean, like, like where if the Cardinals can be three and three through six games, I think we'll be okay. Right? No, we won't. You don't because, think so? No, don't think because so? the Cardinals, the last two years, mm-hmm. we start real hot. Yep. Hot. Especially Fire. last year. But even the year before. We start hot, mm-hmm. and then we fall off the train. And then we're not? You know, when the route bush or whatever they call it, you know, he doesn't, uh, Coach Cliff Kingsbury doesn't change anything up, and we get figured out halfway through the season. Like, he uses all his cool shit for the first eight, nine games, and then it's over with. So, we do need to start hot. We need to start five and two, six and three, something like that. We, we can't start, we can't go into the season at, Three and three and I don't know, man. I mean, we're uh, we're we're not. I'm comfortable I, I, saying we're not going to win the division, right? I wouldn't. Not feel, as long as the Rams are. Still I wouldn't alive. feel very good with uh, D D hop out six games, and if you come out of those six games, three and three. 
No, I would not. You would be happy no, or you wouldn't? No. Oh. Like, you're, you're, in a, you're in a hole you got to climb out of at that point. If we didn't end the season so bad every year, I'd be like, okay, three and three is fine. We, we, missing our best receiver. But no, we, we don't ever end the season fine. And But at the end of the day, if DeAndre Hopkins hypothetically got kicked out of the NFL right now, we still won that trade. Having him for the <laughs> two years we had him or whatever. Uh, so so there's no way you, you stay in the Texans won that trade. Not a chance. David Johnson's healthy, bro. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The uh, MLB news, anything big, Weddle? You're the... Not a whole lot. Uh, what about uh, Madison Bumgarner, Bumgarner got ejected? Uh, was it, was it yesterday? The umpire. Some of these umpires, bro. They're they're. He wasn't even pitching. They're what are you sure he was. Oh, he was. You're talking about Max Scherzer. Max oh, Scherzer, Scherzer arguing Scherzer. balls and strikes from the bench got ejected. Hey, umpires have been terrible, bro. I got a great follow for you on on uh, on uh, Twitter right now. Follow Ump Show. Follow Ump Show because there's three four pieces of gold on there of an umpire just making a complete ass of himself, being terrible. Uh, uh, Osuna from 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 the the. The, the Braves today struck out on three balls. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Nowhere near the zone. He argued after the second one. Like, I'll, I'll send you the link. It's gold. Well, so Madison Bumgarner, times. Madison so, Bumgarner got ejected, walking off the mound after one inning of pitcher. He pitched one inning, scoreless inning, walking off the mound. And you know the umpires, they check, for, they check you for pine tar, spider tech. They check your hand. So he's walking off the mound. Bumgarner's talking shit to the behind-the-plate umpire. Didn't like a couple of the, his strike zone he was establishing early on. Right? He's walking off. He's, 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 he's talking shit to the umpire. So the first base umpire comes, checks his hand. He's massaging his hand for something like, like 19 seconds. Doesn't put his eyes on it. You, you, you can see it in the clip. He's staring at Bumgarner the entire time, wanting him to make eye contact with him because I'm a tough umpire. I'm a tough umpire who got cut from my JV team in high school, but I'm an umpire and I'm tough and I have authority. And Bumgarner looks at him. <laughs> Throw that. He, he looks at him and Bumgarner's a fiery guy, bro. He's a, he's a cowboy. He's a cattle farmer. He don't play games. He used to he used to bull ride under an alias fake name so the Giants w- wouldn't get mad at him. Did you know that? Yeah. That 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 that's the kind of cowboy we I got. I saw here. it in the doc. Yeah. I, I watched the documentary. Yeah, Madison Bumgarner dated a girl in high school named Madison Bumgarner, all right? That's the kind of guy this dude is, all right? <laughs> Fucking cowboy. His sister? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's walking up the mountain, and the umpire's massaging, massaging, massaging his hand, and doesn't stop till Bumgarner looks up and looks at him like, hey, what are you doing, bro? And the umpire just stares at him, real tough guy, and then Bumgarner loses his shit. Have some respect for a legend. World, three-time World Series champ. That's it? That's it, man. That's that's <laughs> all I got in the baseball verse. So you're not going to listen to Joe West podcast? I'm not going to listen to that guy. I'm not, I, I, I'd rather watch paint dry. Negative. So we don't care about the other ninety nine percent of the time they make the right call. We're gonna we're gonna complain about the one. Like Angel Hernandez has ruined umpiring for everybody. All right, some umpires are good. Hey, what if, if 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 the common major league baseball fan knows an umpire's name, he's not good, bro. He's not good. Think about that. You're Joe West. You're Angel Hernandez. You're you're Eric Gregg. No. Was Joe West that bad? Joe West was bad. Joe Joe West is a tough guy. He's a tough guy. Hey, what's up with that? I, I enjoyed listening to his interview. Yeah. I want nothing to do with Joe West. That rookie wit for the Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt, Bobby Witt yep. for the Royals. Yep, yep, yep. When he got pushed, when he slid in a third and got pushed off the bag and then called it an out. Yeah, that, that was a bad call. That was a bad call. Did you, you can't see push that somebody way? off. No. This dude's sliding in the third. Yeah. And he slides into the bag and the, the third baseman had the ball and he's like running at him and he literally like slams into him so His the dude momentum. falls off the bag yeah. and he grabs the base and they're like, out. Yeah, like yeah. what? Yeah, Mike Matheny came out and argued that Royal Skipper and uh, got ejected on that one. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Follow the Ump Show. 
It's pretty good. I actually follow. I'm, I'm such a nerd with this shit. I actually follow. They grade the umpire scorecard after every Major League Baseball game. And I'll, I'll look at that and be like, Angel Hernandez had another great day behind the dish, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. Dodgers-Giants in a series right now. They're those heated rivals. Dodgers won the game 3-1 yesterday. Another terrific outing on the mound from the, for the Giants from uh, Carlos Rodon. I believe that's his fourth when's, quality uh, start. When's Trevor Bauer pitching? Never. Never. 324-game <laughs> suspension. You saw that, right? Hey, what's up with that? His career's over. He didn't over. pay child support his, or something? His career's over, bro. His career's over. He's done. When this is all said and done, he's going to be like 34 years old with, 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 with that on his resume. He's done. He's a, rightfully so. Not, not, not a fan of Trevor Bauer. Never. What did, what did he do? Allegedly... Uh, Put his hands on a female, uh, some domestic stuff. Really don't want to get like, into the specifics of it. Like but punched her? Uh, there was pictures of her with a black eye, I believe, oh, allegedly. Okay. And uh, So he hasn't pitched in like a year, a little over a year now. And so when they suspended him for two years, they're like, oh, okay, so he'll be able to pitch next year. No, no, no. It's two years from the day it was announced last week. So he's looking at something like it's the, it's, it's the longest suspension uh, I think it beat A Rod. A Rod suspended for an entire season. It's 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 the longest non Pete Rose suspension in baseball in the last like fifty years or something like that. So I didn't don't put your hands on girls, guys. I didn't. Yeah, simple. I didn't see the details of what happened. I just read that he he wasn't found guilty by the police or yeah, something, but he's enough. still suspended for two years because I, I mean these guys are scumbags. You cut a check and then like yeah, you know how this shit goes, yeah. man. But 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 good for MLB to, to taking a stand and yeah, whatever. Trevor do you, Bauer. Do you think? Calvin Ridley will be traveling around Pete Rose signing autograph. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if he is, bro. <laughs> if, if I'm Calvin Ridley, I mean, you got to make a buck, right? He's not making money this year. I have a autograph stand outside of every Falcons home game. <laughs> signing autographs, taking pictures, building some rapport with the fans, trying to get the trust back. That's what I'm doing if I'm Calvin Ridley. <laughs> not a bad idea. Right? Yeah. Not a I'm, bad idea. I'm hosting, like, tailgating parties in the parking lot leading up to Falcons. Like, I don't know how well that would go. What are you talking about? Wait. You know how people are, bro. They say a famous person like yeah. Calvin Ridley probably be the highest selling Falcons jersey. Would you happens. imagine like he he's got to leave before every yeah, game's absolutely, over absolutely. because fans are gonna walk out after they lost a close game? Yeah, fuck you, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, yeah. We would have won that game if you were no, playing. No, no, no. <laughs> people aren't tough in person, bro. They're tough on Twitter. Mm -hmm. if, if if Falcons fans see Calvin Ridley, it, it's jubilation and high fives and sign my kid's shirt and take a picture with me, buddy. Right. I saw Pete Rose eating ice cream in Las Vegas. Legend, hit king, hit king. Yeah. You say what's up? You say what's up? No, like he was, he was doing an autograph thing. Like you had to. I would love to have Pete Rose autograph. Hit king, love Pete Rose. I mean, he signs a lot of shit, dude. Like you can buy one that's like one of a million and five. Yeah, I'm, you know, just, I'm surprised he's not dead after a... taking a tombstone pile driver, though. He's in the WWE <laughs> Hall. He is a Hall of Famer. He's in Vince McMahon's Hall of Fame. WWE Hall of Famer. Legend, Pete Rose. Who isn't in the WWE Hall of Fame like us? That's it. Pete Rose <laughs> is in there. Donald Trump's in there. Drew Carey's in there. This is the wing of uh, non-wrestlers. Yeah. All the jackass I, guys I think, are probably think, in there now. I think Alex Trebek was in there. He was part of well, a yeah, WrestleMania. If you show up one time, you're in there. Yeah. But that's what's Mike crazy is, the Hall of Famer. is they do that for anybody that, any celebrity that shows up, yeah. but then they make this big old deal for the Undertaker making the Hall of Fame like it wasn't going to happen or something. You know, like Not an Undertaker guy. I never said it. Never been an Undertaker. Guy. How can you crazy. like? How can you say you're a big time wrestling guy, not like the Undertaker? <laughs> Let me explain something to you. All right, this is uh, here I goes mean, another I mean, ten minutes. Look, he was never my favorite guy. You know where I stand. The Hitman, best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Like, like I get it. Locker room leader never went to WCW. Could have gone, stayed. Wearing a CM Punk shirt. Whether the storm be best in the world, CM Punk. Um, 
The Undertaker was known as being like the old school, like there's a certain way you do things. Like he, he recently talked shit. He, he went to a WWE event in their locker room and he was making fun of the guys because they're playing video games and shit in the back. And he says, that's, that's, that's not the way we did it in the day. Yeah, because guys were doing blow in the bathroom and beating up women <laughs> in the 80s and 90s. That's the kind of bullshit they, they did. But the Undertaker's long since been, like there's a long-standing tradition in the business of professional wrestling. On your way out, you go out on your back, correct? Meaning you put somebody over, you let a younger up-and-comer beat you, and that builds him up as people like, oh, we have to take this dude seriously. Mm-hmm. Homeboy just beat The Undertaker. Not The Undertaker. Negative. No. His final match in a, in a, in a, in a what was it, a cemetery match or some shit like that WrestleMania a couple years ago, AJ Styles, you know, perfect opportunity. Put him over. Nope, 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 nope. Not me. I'm The Undertaker. I'm going over. Won his last match. Kind of got a problem with that. Yeah, but maybe, was I'm, that, nit, maybe I'm nitpicking. Was that his call or was look, that? Dude, Vince McMahon would do whatever he wanted to do. If, I, if the Undertaker, like like the Stone Cold did it for The Rock, uh, uh, that, that yeah, that, but that's, that's what you, different that's than what you AJ do, Styles. That's what you do. Then then then, then don't be, let it be AJ Styles. Let, let it yeah. be some young dude. So WrestleMania 30, when he lost to Brock Lesnar, my thinking was, oh okay, he's done. Mm. He's done. Good. Negative, dude. That 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 <laughs> dude hung around uh, uh, like like a like a drunk guy. Like that Goldberg match he had in Saudi Arabia is the worst wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. It's pathetic. Sorry. Hey, I know. Go this out is, on your back, Taker. I know like this, a real man. I know this isn't Undertaker, but that what. What was it? Oh no, it was yeah. When Undertaker Shawn Michaels did the WrestleMania with the when Shawn Michaels came out all white, mm-hmm. yeah, that was one of the coolest matches. WrestleMania twenty five in Dallas, yeah. I was there for twenty six. Yeah. Shawn Michaels retirement match in Phoenix. Nice. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. <laughs> huh? yeah. Uh, NHL playoffs. You guys watching? Nah, negative, negative. Oh yeah, let's go are, Maple Leafs. Are, are you really? <laughs> <laughs> I watch all of it, dude. We got a podcast. The, uh, I watch table tennis and soccer, too. What's up? We've got a big boxing coming up this weekend. Yeah, before we touch on that, can we touch on last week's boxing? That was terrific. Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, first women main eventing in Madison Square Garden. Sold that shit out. Unbelievable possible fight of the year candidate. Katie Taylor edged on Amanda Serrano in a split decision. Great fight, dude. I watched every second of it. Like, these girls came to fight, bro. It, it, it was terrific. I had Serrano... Winning on the card, slightly not upset. Katie Taylor got the decision. Uh, also, kid, also last Saturday. Kid uh, from Nogales. Right? Yeah, kid from Nogales, born in Tucson, uh, grew up in Nogales. Oscar Valdez uh, fought Shakur Stevenson for the, uh, they were the one and two ranked, I believe, 130-pound fighters in the world. Uh, exciting fight early, right? Uh, Shakur won, won the first two. I think I gave three and four to Valdez. I, I geared up. I said, oh, yeah, it's going to be close. Negative. Uh, Shakur Stevenson pretty much dominated from 5 through 12, uh, becoming the undisputed 130-pound champion. Uh, Valdez will be back. Valdez will be back. Shakur Stevenson is a, is a slick, southpaw, young, hungry dude from Newark. He's a... He's a tactician, bro. Like, like, like he's he. You're gonna start seeing his name pop up on 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 these top ten pound for pound lists. And we got the uh, this Saturday. We have the the Cinco de Mayo fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, May seventh, live from the T-Mobile Arena, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, on the Zone pay per view. Uh, kind of mad at the Zone right now because in the past, if you subscribe to the Zone, you pay your nine ninety nine a month, you get all the fights for free. Uh, reasonable, right? Negative. Not this one. This will be your first DAZN pay-per-view. So by paying your $9.99, negative. Scratch that. Not $9.99. Just went up this month to $19.99 a month to subscribe to DAZN. Just as subscribing, that gives you the right to purchase the pay-per-view for another $69. Hey, like, what's what? up? Yep. Yep. That's DAZN. That's what, DAZN for you. And what's up with the... I've seen a lot of people that have canceled DAZN. Yep. That's why. And they still... 
They still get the zone for months. Well, I'm a fool because I'm paying twenty dollars a month to be able to order this fight live on pay-per-view. It's it's Canelo Alvarez, the number one pound for fighter in the world, Mexican legend. All right, fifty-seven and one and two overall. He's five eight hundred seventy-four. He's going up and wait to fight Dimitri Bivol. You're not just gonna go watch it, Diego, for free? Yeah, probably. I'll, I'll, probably. So he still pays for it anyway. Yeah, I still pay for it. I like boxing, bro. I mean, if you're a boxing guy, Dazone puts on pretty good fights every once in a while. I mean, you you get a handful of events a year, like it. it, it it's worth it. It's How worth can it. those dudes possibly make money doing that shit? What do you mean? The zone? The $20 plus you still have to buy the pay-per-view? Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like ESPN Plus. I mean, these UFC fights, like, like you have to have ESPN Plus to have the honor to purchase their, their, their pay-per-view fight. Yeah. That's that. That's the business plan model now for these, uh, for, for, for these dudes. Yeah, but boxing, like, died. So I don't understand. Like, people watch UFC. I know there's still people <laughs> that watch boxing, but it's not. It hasn't gotten better. Like, unless Tyson Fury's fighting or Canelo's fighting, like, who's really, other than you, who's really yeah. watching this shit? Uh, I, I enjoy no, boxing. No offense. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know you guys aren't happy with it, but 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 Canelo on Saturday will take on Dimitri Bivol, the Russian-born uh, 175-pound champion. He's 19-0, 11 knockouts. We, this is where we learn why this is a good fight. He's uh, It's going to be a good fight, this dude. Is why, like, this is why boxing's whack. Like, what do you want Canelo to do, bro? He has all the belts, so he moves up in weight, and now he's taking belts off dudes that weigh 175 pounds. Like, what do you want him to do? He has all the he had all the belts at 154. He had all the belts at 160. He got all the belts at 168. First Mexican born ever to have all the 168 pound titles. So now he's challenging himself, moving to 175. Fight Tyson Fury. He, he's getting. No, I'm, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. That's not that far fetched, dude. Alexander Usyk is is oh, is, is one of the the he has one of the heavyweight titles, right? That's the fight everyone wants to see. Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk, former cruiserweight. It was announced uh, today. Canelo said in an interview that if Usyk can get to 200 pounds, that he would challenge him for for one of the he- the heavyweight titles. I think it's a little far fetched, but like that that's the kind of dude this guy is. So all these all these punks that don't know shit about boxing and saying that he's hand picking opponents and he's ducking dudes. Like that's he's me. Ducking, that's he, me. He's the <laughs> best me. fighter in the world. He's the best fighter in the world. He's he's Barry Bonds circa 2002 right now. Tyson, Canelo Elver. Tyson Fury is the best Stop fighter it. in the world. Stop it. This guy Listen, beat, this guy beats a ha- Tyson I like Tyson Fury, right? But but people are saying that he beat some he beat a Hammond from England that nobody gave a shit about. He knocked him out inside of 6 rounds and now they're comparing him to Muhammad Ali no. and 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 these great heavyweights now. It's not bro. It's hear, not. Hear Tyson Fury is fantastic. He's fantastic. Hear me out. Just cause, that, just cuz this dude's a tactician yep. and all this shit. If you this is what determines the best fighter. Mm-hmm. You put those two in the ring, who's going to win? What are you talking about? If you put Tyson Fury and Canelo oh in the ring, God. who's going to win? Who's going to win? We, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> the he best out, fighter. He He's outweighs the best. him by 120 pounds. That Jeff. means you're the baddest dude on the planet. Stop it. Stop it. If, he, you, if you get into a fight at the bar, you're going to be like, hey, sorry, bro, uh, you only weigh a buck fifty-five. I refuse to fight people that weigh 240 pounds or less. I think part of the reason there's more... Respect on Tyson Fury's name. I love Tyson Fury. Be, is because that dude has never ducked anything. Yeah, and, and he's almost a victim of his own success, right? Roy, you talked about it last week. Roy Jones Jr. Like, like Wilder's terrific. He's not going to be a Hall of Fame boxer, bro. And I like Wilder. He's terrific. He would have been if Tyson Fury didn't exist. Well, I mean, he would have never lost. He beat. Go back and watch the uh, the Klitschko fight where he won the heavyweight title for the first time. One of the worst fights I've ever seen in my life. Go back and watch that. Go back and watch that. Did he win by knockout? No, he but won, that he was the decision. point. Like he never ducked. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it, just, just like Roy it, Jones. It it, never, he, he's a victim of his own success. But you never got any sense that Tyson Fury was handpicking anyone. Are, that, are 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 you accusing Mexican legend Canelo Alvarez of handpicking opponents? Yes, I feel like this is where we're going, Wes. Well, hey man, like 
Why, you know why it, it? Why is it? Because okay, he's you, a Mexican legend. And, and you know, it. you know which fight I'm going to bring up. Bring it up. What are we talking about? The the Canelo fight. This is where I was like, I enjoy watching Canelo. I enjoy watching boxing, but so I I don't know that much about all the other boxers. I know the big names, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show up to watch this Canelo fight. Hey, what like? What's up with this guy? He's fine. I don't even remember the guy's name. I'm That's look, how I'm good looking, the guy was. Avni Yidri, Yidrum. He says looking it up. Yeah. Avni Yidrum, uh, February 27, 2001, live from the Hard Rock in Miami. Go ahead, talk about it. It was that long ago? No, it wasn't 2001. 2021, I apologize. It was. He had, like, and it, this is the way, it, it, this was defended when I brought it up. I'm like, hey, why does Canelo have to guy, fight a guy that's, like, lost his last two or three fights in a row? No, right. He has to for the belt. He I'm has like, a belt. He had a belt. Like, no, that's not how this works. You don't. There's not a champion in any sport that has to has to play, fight, go against mm-hmm. someone that's lost their last three for a championship. It's not Canelo's fault that this dude had the belt. He was collecting all the all the all the 168 pound belts, and he had to beat this dude to get that belt. They put the belt on the guy just to fight. Canelo. That's the only reason that guy got a belt. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. All right. But just, you're helping you're helping but, Wes's argument right now. They gave that guy a belt just to say that like it hey, was for a hey Canelo, who do you want to fight? Uh give you know, give me that guy sitting over in the corner. All right, we'll put a belt on him. <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm gonna stop right there. All right. I'm gonna go back to his to his last few fights. Caleb Plant, undefeated champion, fought him, beat him. Billy Joe Saunders, undefeated champion, fought him, beat him. Avni, whatever it is, what it is. Callum Smith had a belt champion. He had a winner two losses to beat him. Sergey Kovalev, what was a crusher, bro? He went up two weight classes to fight this dude. Knocked him out in the eleventh round. Uh, Gennady Golovkin, we we know who he is. Gennady Golovkin again. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Nah, guy's trash, but whatever. Liam Smith was a champion. Amir Khan was a champion. Miguel Cotto's a Hall of Famer. Eris Landy Lada is 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 an Olympic gold medalist. Was undefeated at the time. Gave I'm, him a tough fight. I'm not knocking all the fights. Triple but- G got screwed. Canelo Alvarez at 21 years old fought Floyd Mayweather Jr. So so that that right there. Yeah, he was 21. He didn't have any juice to pick an opponent. I mean, he fought him. And he lost. He fought him. He lost. Stop it. <laughs> no, dude, Canelo. Stop no, Canelo's badass. We're just giving you and shit like, because of the and way. And to it. be honest, like, that fight, that fight had some problems. Which one? The one with. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one did. with uh, Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. Because they turned it into a split decision, and yeah. Mayweather just dominated him. Yeah, I think I scored that 11 one 12 like, that, that, that was a, I mean, Floyd Mayweather's the, the greatest fighter of the last 40 years. I'm comfortable saying that. Look, I enjoy watching big-time boxing it, matches. It's an event, bro. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, the, one, the biggest thing I don't like about boxing mm-hmm. is that bullshit where it's like... It's cricket. Boxing's cricket. We can't let Canelo lose... That kind of thing. Not, Boxing's not saying like Boxing's cricket. That it, it's, Triple it's, G it's, fight that Triple G actually won that went Canelo's way was yeah. like, that opens eyes. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, boxing's like, been cricket since the days of Jack but, Johnson. I mean, it is what but it is. here's how Saturday's going to go. Yep. I'm, I'm going to show up for this fight. Yep. And I'm going to be like, like, Fabian Diego, <laughs> explain to me why this guy is worthy of fighting Canelo. And all of a sudden, this guy's going to have these like, Padded stats and belts that, like, he's a, he's an undefeated champion. Yeah, like that. That's enough. What what are the hey, odds shot, of this dude winning? Shots was undefeated in boxing. Shots can go too. What what are the odds this dude wins? Bavall? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to be something like a plus 800, our, our, plus 900, hey, something like this that. This true story. Our our buddy Shots, he went up and did a amateur boxing fight years ago. And he wins his amateur boxing fight. By the time he gets by the time he gets back down here to Douglas, he was 4-0. What do you mean? They had they listed the like they <laughs> they padded they padded his they padded all his stats because they wanted him to do another fight and be undefeated. Did Canelo's agent call him for the pay per view? <laughs> no, but the, true story. That's what happens. That's crazy. Like he fought one fight. They said he and then like listed him as four and zero. Oh, so if they had him fight again. Oh, here's this undefeated right. up and comer. Mm-hmm. It's it's closer than I thought. As I stand right now, uh, Demetri Bilval, a straight up winner, is a plus three sixty. Saul Canelo uh, Alvarez is a minus four ninety, just a straight up win. Canelo's gonna get him. Like I've I've seen Bavall fight. He's a tactician. He's got a stiff jab. Fights fights a little upright. Like Canelo's gonna get on the inside. Just go to work on the body, and he'll he'll pro- they'll probably stop it in the nine or ten round. Boom! There you go. Boxing analytics. <laughs> they need to move those odds down a little bit. Like turn it into some Buster Douglas odds, so we can get in on the the underdog. You, you you can get Canelo at a KO TKO at a plus two eighty. That's probably where your best bet is, right there, boys. It's, so it's gonna go rounds. That's what that's what Vegas thinks. Uh, him him uh, him uh, on points. A decision is a minus one forty Canelo. So Vegas thinks it's going twelve. Time will tell. You guys mentioned it wearing a CM Punk shirt. That's right, May 29th, CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> Double or nothing. Look, he's been there since October. He's getting his first title shot. Pretty excited about it. Wes, you can come over. I will order this May 29th, AW pay per view. Double or nothing. Jeff, more than welcome to bring the boys. <laughs> All right. Should be an event. Yeah. Is that a Sunday? Uh, I don't know. They they have done Saturday Sunday pay per views in the past. Don't oh, it's know. May 29th. What day is it? Well, I don't know. Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> he doesn't have a phone with access to everything. <laughs> He's looking up cool Canelo stats and why Canelo will. What well, I don't understand you guys' beef with Canelo. It's a I Sunday. Don't have, it's a Sunday. Yeah, I don't it's have a, a beef with right. my My only beef with him was, was that That he's fight. too good. No, it was that yeah, bullshit basically. fight. Basically. Yeah. He's and, too and, good. And, and, and he did and, the public a favor. He fought three times And I year. didn't. I didn't necessarily have beef with that fight. I had beef with you guys trying to sell me that fight. In a world where Zion Williamson and 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 uh, Ben Simmons are scared to play basketball, like this dude, the best fighter in the world is fighting three times a year. Like that, I'm I'm grateful for that. In a world where boxers with names pretty much fight once a year nowadays. Huh. But huh. yeah, my beef with it was that you guys were trying to sell me that fight. And when Canelo, if he beats Bival on Saturday. That sets up the trilogy fight in September with Triple I, G. I was excited for the Saunders fight. I was mm-hmm. excited for the Caleb Plant fight. Those actually looked like yeah. you know, yeah. someone that could give him a run. Yeah. Zero losses combined before those two guys met Canelo. Yeah. yeah. Should be a great time Saturday. Maybe a shrimp boil? I don't know. Crab boil? I don't know. I don't know. We have done that in the past. May is usually a shrimp boil party, but ha- uh, going to have to make some phone calls next couple of days, see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Get the deets. Yep, yep, yep. The uh, winning time. Yeah. Getting good. Yeah. They're in the playoffs now. Yeah. We got one episode left, right? Yeah. Jerry Westhead's done. Yeah. Spoiler, they Not win. Westhead, but uh, McKinney. Yeah. We're right at the point where McKinney gets fired. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, th- that's too bad because he, he essentially is credited for bringing that Showtime style, that fun run. So did you see HBO's comment? In relation to Jerry West, I did not. So Jerry West saying he's going to sue he's suing, HBO, take it to the Supreme Court. He's, he's 
He's suing HBO because he doesn't like the way he was portrayed in the show. HBO just came back out, put out a statement saying, we stand by the creators of the show and the research they've done. Yeah. Simple. And saying, pretty much saying like, maybe you didn't think you were an asshole, mm-hmm. but you were an asshole. Yeah. Like, and like, you're showing it now. Like, it's right? as simple. Listen, I think I'm really, really cool. All right. <laughs> There's probably some people out there that, that think I'm not cool. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I try to sue anybody over it. Yeah, but we'll, like if HBO made a show about you, we'll stand by it. Yeah, we'll be like, yeah, Weddle thought he was cool, but he's an asshole. Yeah. It'd be, it, <laughs> it would show you. It, it'd be a pretty good show. It'd be a show about Weddle's grudges that he holds. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? So did, did he have to sign off on them to do the show? No. So so the way HBO is going to be okay is this isn't, they're not selling this as a as a true whatever documentary. like a documentary type it's a dramatization like it says that in the opening credits like this is a dramatization like 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 McKinney the coach he's shown traveling with the team like that shit never happened you know what I mean like it it, it, it just they're they're sensationalizing it for essentially for better TV right but did the beef with him and Westhead happen uh I'm sure it did to some extent because, like, he he wanted his job back and he didn't get it. And, and he, did you know he eventually became a head coach and became coach of the year in 1981? No, Jack 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 McKinney. Yeah, yeah. That 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 kind of made me feel good because th- this was this whole lifestyle of being a Laker legend was taken away from him. No, he he got another job, and in 1981 was actually the NBA coach. I of mean, the, year. the Lakers did all right in the end. You uh, know, they win with Westhead and then fire Westhead and hire Pat Riley. Kind of a weasel, Pat Riley. <laughs> but he's a winner. But you can, but you can see in the show, like you know, Pat Riley's rise. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, good show. Yeah. What you watch anything now, Jeff? Nope. I go home and go to sleep now. I haven't watched. I haven't even finished Batman. <laughs> Remember, I was like, "Hey, you guys, ask me next week." No. <laughs> it's gonna nope. be an episode in August. Like, hey, I just finished yeah. Batman. <laughs> not, I, not bad. I just, I don't know. I've been busy. I haven't watched shit. I've been watching the, all the playoffs stuff, basketball. Even hockey, the NFL draft was awesome. Nah, just sports. Me and White have been watching. Uh, we talked about last week. We own the city. Yep. Episode two. Yep. It was a good one. Yep. Yep. Good show. Sharing popcorn. You got a problem with that, Jeff? <laughs> Posty. You got a problem with that? It's not. It, it's not. It's not as funny if you make fun of yourselves. <laughs> yeah. That. Do you guys like? Do you guys have each other on Facetime while you're watching it? You're like, oh, did you see that? <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Play. What if we do? I'm just asking. What if we do? It's a legitimate question. I've been watching that show on Amazon, Outer Range, and I still don't know what to think about it. Yeah, you you, you talked about that a little bit. Yeah, it's a little odd. Like, How many episodes are you in? It's like six now, so now I'm committed. Like, Holy yeah. shit. They you, got you. Yeah, I mean, like, I have to know how the season ends now. He's like, yeah. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Yeah, it's, the, it's almost like a poker hand, like you're in too deep chip wise. Yeah, you, yeah, but you gotta now, see the hand through. But yeah, now I gotta see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I, pot, pot committed. That's happening with a couple of shows now. You just finish them and move on. What was that what was that terrible show we watched on Netflix? Yeah, you talked about it on here that that Coco Manifest Melon? or whatever. Manifest. I watched Manifest. Oh, the, it was the, awful. The concept of it yeah, was like, oh, was wait awesome. a minute. Yeah. This is interesting. You just read the concept and you're like, this yeah. is gonna be really good. Yeah. And I think Man, I may have made it like two and a half episodes. Yeah. I'm like, this shit is trash. No. First episode was incredible. I made it through three seasons, bro. No. What? I did. No. I did. Oh, I did. Is there three seasons? There's like four seasons. 
I made it through oh three seasons. Oh my shit! Yeah, yeah. that show's fucking. I terrible. thought I was pot committed, bro. Like oh I want to see where this God. goes. It was awful. That, that I'm shows how bro. loyal this dude is. I'm, I'll do it. Holy I'll, I'll sit through it, bro. God. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect that. Was, yeah. How, how bad was it? Me and my wife would watch it. It was like episode six. I'm like, I don't like where this is going, but I feel like we got to see this through. <laughs> and that that shit lasted for like three years, bro. It was the same. It was probably the same every episode, right? They're hearing the voices. Yeah. They go save somebody. Yeah, yeah. Oh heroes. My God. Not all heroes wear capes, Jeff. That sounds horrible. I, I don't know how it ended. I mean, I don't. I I, I heard there it didn't. End. There it was got no canceled. ending. Right? It got pulled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got canceled. Not everything's the Sopranos. Boys. Yeah. If you want to know how good that show is, it didn't end. It got canceled. So if you want to watch like four seasons of it and get left with a cliffhanger, yo, you're a warrior, Weto. <laughs> hey, I'm not even kidding, dude. It was like, and and those seasons are like twenty episodes, right? I don't know. 23, I believe. Jesus oh, my God. Christ. Like, the first episode was really good. Second one was trash. And I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna try and maybe this this episode just sucked. I think it was the third episode. I'm done. I yeah. can't do it. I can't. I, can't me, do it. I think me and you were exactly the same. I can't do it. Third episode, and I'm like, nah. Can't do it. Already <laughs> wasted fucking three hours of my life. I'm done. I want to see the way stuff ends, guys. But you didn't. That's the whole thing. Well, I I stopped. I didn't get into season four. And it doesn't end. I didn't stop it. There's rumors of Netflix picking it up because their episodes are on Netflix. There's rumors of them picking it up, doing a little six. Absolutely no chance. Six episode little. I mean, they they did that with. uh, What was uh, What was uh, They did that with a show that got canceled. The Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine was 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 picked up by 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 uh, Netflix to finish that out. Good show, Jeremy Sandberg. I was gonna say that show's actually funny. Though. Andy Sandberg, what's up? Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. yeah if a, you're listening and you you stumble across that, don't watch it. No, it's, 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 yeah. no, it's, no, it's horrible. It's Widow. hot trash. Something to watch. Now there, yeah, I mean, sometimes there's just I I don't know. There's just shows people say are good. Like people said that. Marvelous Miss Mrs. Mabel won, won several uh, uh, Golden Globes. Yeah, I made it. Never through, watched it. I made it through half an episode. Never watched it. I watched Fleabag though. Fleabag as well won a lot of Golden Globes. I watched that. Yeah. Entertaining. Try humor. I made bad. it. I made it through half an episode of the Marvelous. You, you might not have given it enough chance though. Half hey, an episode. Hey, bro, yeah, but, but but before I I, I but before I got married and had kids and shit, like I was so into TV, like every <laughs> new show. I'd make it a point to watch the trailer and then make, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the pilot episode, the first episode of every new show that came out on, on any ABC, NBC, CBS, every show that came out, I made it a point to watch the pilot and then made my decisions from there. You have kids? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. I do. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, the, so you're not watching anything right now? I mean, I... Just Paw Patrol? No, like, I, I told you guys... Paw Ozark, shit. Ozarks is still going on i gotta finish that but i fell asleep last time i watched turned it on because i'll lay in bed and just fall asleep that's the problem even heads are getting chopped off and i'm like like oh shit yeah Uh major problems with that show yeah yeah can't take it what about what about the usfl haven't watched a game it's not great i've heard a like i've heard a lot of takes about the USFL saying that would fare better as a reality TV show. No. Something different. Like all the games are the played game, in the same stadium in Alabama, right? But essentially the games are the background of the show and the show is more about like a hard knocks type show. Mm-hmm. 
Like dudes getting cut for getting wanting pizza instead of a salad. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. You didn't want chicken salad. I'm not a big chicken salad guy. Probably would have got cut too. It, it depends what kind of chicken salad it was. Like, was it a salad with chicken on it? Or was it like mayonnaise covered chicken salad? Mm-hmm. Something you put on a cracker? Yeah. Kind of d- and did it have like if it was the mayonnaise chicken salad, did it have grapes in it? Are you a grape guy? No. I mean, but if it was either of those things, it doesn't top pizza. <laughs> like let the let the man have his pizza. Yeah. But it like he's in you the know, minor leagues. Yeah, That's but fine. if he was like an overweight fullback and they're like, No, we, we made you a salad with chicken strips on it, and he's like, No, I want pizza, and they're like, Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. My uh my freshman year in college, the 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 kids that the coach thought showed up overweight, he'd make them drink two tall glasses of water before they ate their dinner. Yeah, because it makes you full. It's kind of funny. Or just not let him eat. Yeah, you know? Got- <laughs> Gotta feed the machine, bro. It's fuel. It's the, fuel. The easiest way to lose weight is not to. Are eat. you saying you were drinking two cups of water, bro? I was a buck ninety five <laughs> my freshman year. I wasn't wasn't uh was not asked to drink two cups of. I should probably drink three cups of water now before a meal, but nah. Eighteen year old me, forget about it. <laughs> so this this is all hearsay. Yeah, hearsay. Yeah, you just heard about it. No, no, no. I saw them. What do about it. the speaking of hearsay? Yeah. You seen all those clips from the the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? Wow, my <laughs> wife, my wife is deep into this trial, bro. And the hearsay claims are hilarious. They claimed they had a they had a guy on video. Oh yeah, I saw that. And they I were saw that. So do you see this, Jeff? Homeboy was vaping and driving at the same no, no, time. No, no, not, not that guy. Not that, not guy? that guy. So they're interviewing this other guy on video, and they're like, uh. It gets brought up about Johnny Depp's part in Pirates of the Caribbean 6. And they ask him, what was his part going to be in Pirates of the Caribbean 6? And the guy starts to answer, and Amber Heard's lawyer, uh, objection, hearsay. And the guy's like, "Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow? (laughs) 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 That's pretty funny. The uh, the the Twitter for Twitter Twitter verse is is ripping Hurd's lawyers right? Is that, yeah, because I mean, like, universal. The the funniest thing you can watch, go find one of those compilations of all the time the guys said hearsay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he'll the homeboy's the, TikTok fan. At one point, the lawyer called hearsay on himself. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. He objected yeah. to his own question as well. He asked a question and then objected, saying hearsay. Yeah. And the and the and the judge looks at him like, uh. Sir, you asked that question. Jeff, that's Jeff with a J, correct? Hearsay. Hearsay. <laughs> it, it, it was essentially that. The only thing I, I know about this trial is old girl shit the better at some point. <laughs> that's all I've heard about. <laughs> yeah, she, wow. And not the metaphorical shit. Not a metaphorical shit the bed. Like she shit on the bed. Yeah, and it was because she ate like a cheesy gordita crunch, and I was like, damn, I love those. Like, <laughs> no wonder I'm all fucked up when I eat those. <laughs> She might be a little crazy. Yeah? Yeah? Possibly. F- Allegedly. Allegedly. Fair Her- to say. Hearsay. Hearsay. The hearsay is that she's crazy. I can't believe that's what headlines the news, though. Like, who really gives a fuck? This is, I mean, this obviously. Is, this is all over. This is the hottest story in America. Obviously, just, you guys do, but, like, but really, no. who gives a fuck? You know, it just I mean, jumps up on my timeline. Well, yeah, because it's, it's all over. Like, you'll even on Twitter, you scroll through, and you see a video of Johnny Depp, like, laughing in the courtroom, mm-hmm. and you're like, Hey, what's this about? Yeah. Well, but it's a good, you know, it's a good diversion from the uh, more of these Epstein trial stuff with the. Well, that's what's funny is they don't even nobody has any 
video of that. Yeah, Glenn Maxwell. But but they've got all the Johnny Just Lane. Is that her? Just Lane. Something like that. Yeah, like isn't she on trial right now? I think she's in and, jail right now. I think that and, trial's done with. And all we all we see is videos from Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yeah, seems well, like there's too many celebrities and the, shit that are involved in that. Yeah, it's that went to the they island. Want that, they don't want that getting out. <laughs> we moved from Juicy Smollett to Amber Heard and uh, and uh, Juicy and, and Johnny Depp, right? Juicy Smollett. All right, boys. We covered a lot of news. Got into our little bit of entertainment there at the end. It's well, always fun. We'll miss you, Wes. Rest in peace. <laughs> Are you gone next week? Yeah. Have a safe trip. W- what's your Star Wars top five? What do you? I'm, I'm. I'm. You do it. Go ahead. You're. You're the Star Wars guy. What's <laughs> what? the best Star Wars of all time? Uh, it's the five, em- right? The Empire Strikes yeah. Back, Episode Five. Yeah. The. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's easy. I, I should have done like worst Star Wars characters of all time. Jar Jar Binks one. <laughs> Rose, who's Rose? That, exactly that chick from <laughs> that chick from like Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, she was pretty bad. What are those little things? Well, name the top five. Those, dude. those little bears. What's your top five characters? Is Chewbacca one? No, it's Darth Vader's one, bro. Is Chewbacca two? Darth Vader's one. I mean, I, I do Han like Solo. Han Solo. Skywalker's kind of a punk sometimes. What bro. about R two D two? Can never understand him. <laughs> He's just beeping all over the place. Yeah. All right, boys, we covered a lot of stuff. Uh, Weto and Jeff will be coming at you next week, and I will see if I can get on the uh, AirPods, and Jeff will have to be on the Bluetooth here. The we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Yo, Adrian, we did it. You have a great night.